Well, I would like to say that there is a part in the choreography that reminds me of the dance in the Jimmy Neutron movie. What? I don't know if you guys have watched <laughs> the it. Leg, the leg dance? <laughs> the leg dance is my favorite thing about the whole song. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can oh do God. it. It's great. I was like, ah, yeah, funky chicken. Hey everybody, it's Not Your Average Train Girls, back at it again, uh, tell you all about what happened in the K-pop world. My name is Carolina, and I don't even know what to say right now. The world is crazy. Cat fell in a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) I did. It's not funny because I'm very severely injured, but it's funny because I fell in a pickle. Yeah. Like but, a whole SpongeBob episode. <laughs> but yeah, hey, it's Kat and I fell on a pickle. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Terika, and I was yesterday years old when I found out that Kai is six feet tall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've always like pictured him as like 5'9. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And here he is. He doesn't is, radiate tallness. Feet. Yeah, no, I guess not. God, wow. Speaking of which, I'm going to need you to send me that Kai video from your EXO show. I was thinking about it the other day and never asked for it, but now I'm asking for it. <laughs> I got you. Today is the moment. Yeah, that's the moment that Jericho <laughs> was a, Kai fa- a, a whole Kai fan site. I really was. <laughs> and he was giving you looks, so I don't blame you. You're right. Uh, hi, my name is Cynthia, and... I don't got an intro. Just, yep, that's it. That's a tweet again. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing balls. Okay, so to start this week off, we're going to talk about the two year anniversary of me and Cynthia's <laughs> babies. Uh, today, well, not technically today for us, but today in Korea, November 9th, is a holiday. It is Victim Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a holiday. It is the birth of. Well, it is the debut anniversary of Victon, our, oh, our big. Stan Victon, thank you. <laughs> and we're just so proud of them. We were, this morning we were talking and we said, wow, we really saw Subin grow yeah. in front of our eyes. Truly. He I was going to be like, right? oh, you guys finally saw them? But <laughs> you finished the sentence. Wow. <laughs> Damn, I didn't have to do them like that. <laughs> How dare you? And of course, we've never seen them because they've never been to America before. Remember, Terika? Actually, never they have, but y'all keep lying here. to yourself. Carolina, <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop. Carolina, boop, boop, boop. listen. The day that Got7 come here and you can't see them, I'm going to make sure to rub it in your face. Too. That's never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Say that me. now. I went to Canada by myself just to see them. You say that now. But it can happen suddenly like it did for me and Cynthia. Uh, we don't want to talk about it. Anyway, on a lighter note, um, what's uh, Jaws doing? Like, what you doing? Like, how's your... Truly, though. What's okay, the cat so doing? Subin has a cat named Jaws, and they introduced this cat. I don't know if it's really his cat or if it was just for the show, but <laughs> I had an emotional connection to the cat, and now the, I haven't heard shit about the cat. Jaws well, I heard I heard that Hansa is okay and not fearful of the cat anymore well that's right he was scared of cats so hansei is terrified of cats apparently that's cute why don't you wipe him up then or wipe any of victim up you know (laughs) or stand them yeah even a little bit even enough to even have a bias even a little bit (laughs) stand these vocal kings dimple kings kings of everything they're too great to not be stand okay they're too great okay have you? I mean, I stand them musically. I jam out to their songs all the time. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> it didn't convince so Hoshi got injured. <laughs> Damn that transition. But yes, one of my babies from seventeen got injured while performing at Ideal Age or Ideal Cut, whatever the heck the thing was. Called. I was like, what? <laughs> ideal Age? That sounds so crazy. What's your ideal age? Carolina's is a year 97. <laughs> Seriously, Miss 95. Anyone born after 2000 is Carolina. Wow. <laughs> and hey, I'm 95, but that's still older than yours. And you're older than me. Wow, wow. people were born after 2000. Plus right now. <laughs> but anyways, back to Hoshi. So he got injured while performing. And there's I saw a video. And basically, he just 
he looked in so much pain. Apparently his shoulder came out, like his shoulder socket came off or something, whatever. And he just ran back. His whole shoulder just fell. His shoulder popped out of socket. Okay. So anyways, his shoulder was messed up and he ran back. His shoulder got popped. Yep. His shoulder got popped out of its socket. There it, you go. It Thank popped, you. Locked and dropped. And he didn't want to drop it, so he ran backstage, and he just popped it back whoop, into place. Popped it back into place and continued performing. I'm just like, sir, excuse me. What? It looks like it's happened before, so I'm glad Dislocated that he's okay. Dislocated his shoulder. Wow, that's, that's what you say. Big words. All I, jokes aside, we hope Hoshi makes a speedy recovery and um can you please rest thank you oh he'd be all right people's uh, like shoulders pop out of sock all the time just pop it back in and you just continue into yeah. the game that's what he yeah. did like a real g like that was Which wild i remember i was watching a, a football game well, i don't know this has to i was watching a football game once and a player's shoulder popped out of socket and the coach literally on the sideline was just like mm-hmm. and like Popped it back into place, and then the guy was like, "Okay, okay." Like hit his chest pads, and he was back on the field in no time. Yep, that's exactly what happened. A scoop popped it right back into place, and And she said, "Okay, let's go." She definitely screamed, and then ran back on stage. I feel it. I like. I see it all. It's like when they call his name when he's asleep. They're like, "Fight it, Hoshi! Fight it, Hoshi! Fight it!" So, um. MGA's happened this weekend, right? This past week or weekend. Yes. Um, week. It was on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Going yeah. up. The club going up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> BTS award count going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Every day. But the MGA happens, and it was a really, really good show. But um, BTS and Charlie Puth did a collab. And- <laughs> <laughs> And that's the reaction, bro. Okay, like BTS sounded great, but there was something though at the end though when they were doing fake love. I'm like, um, I don't think Jimin and Tay are are on. <laughs> they were like, they were like, wait, wait, hold on, no way. <laughs> that was Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. I uh, I don't know what happened. I'm going to just say one thing. I hate the way Charlie Puth sings. Like, he does not open his mouth, and it bothers me. Like, I learned in choir that when you sing oohs or o's or ahs, you need to shape your mouth in the form of the letter, or it just doesn't sound right. And that's what... Shouldn't your mouth naturally do that to make the sound? Like, isn't that how speaking works? (laughs) His mouth does not do that. (laughs) Is it because he got no lips? He keeps his mouth <laughs> it could be. It can't do that. It's almost like he keeps his mouth closed. Like he doesn't. He, he doesn't, doesn't want to sing. It's like if it I is. was to talk like this and I don't know if I'm Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like how he sings, though. That looks creepy. Okay. There's this uh, There's this video. Um, I sent it in the group chat. I don't know if you guys watched it. Probably not. But there was this uh, vocal coach guy that he reacts to videos or whatever. And he loves Cookie. And he watched um that performance and it's so funny because when charlie got to that you know when he got to that that yep that note that hideous run in his own song yeah that one yes his reaction was literally like uh, like he didn't know what to do and he's the type of person that tries not to be like super negative boy with that performance there was no way to go about it because even even with the performance itself they were having a lot of audio issues and you could tell from the beginning because when Cookie was singing, he had to take his, uh, um, the earpiece, yeah, the in-ear off. And then you could tell that he kept looking like to the side or to somebody. I don't know he, who he was looking for, but um, it just showed. And then even so then when they were doing fake love, first of all, I was not expecting Namjoon to randomly pop up and be like, why you sat? You know, like, I was just like, what? <laughs> because I was like, I'm not. Yeah, and then you couldn't hear. I guess there was supposed to be, like, a background, you know, melody, like, and everything, and you couldn't even hear it. They looked like they couldn't even hear the earrings, uh, the, the in-ears, I'm sorry. Then the when they were singing themselves, like, Jim, I know Jimin and Tay had some issues. 
Yeah, like, you could just tell sure. like they didn't look happy when they were performing that. Like you could yeah. tell they were frustrated and like they kept frowning, like they couldn't hear anything. They were just like, we just got to get through this. <laughs> but I will say a highlight of that performance was Cookie's little run when he yes. said, "Oh, it's such a shame." I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, yes, I'll do the I'll do the original singer in front of him." Love. It was amazing <laughs> to see that happen. His face was also was, a highlight I also, too. I also <laughs> loved when their voices came together and Cookie like just out sang him. I was just like, Ooh. I mean, no shade, no tea, but no, I literally, mean, like facts. I tweeted about it. Like half of Charlie Poop's songs, I don't realize that they're his songs because like I have cover versions of them on my like phone on my iTunes. So I'll hear like on the radio him singing it, and I was just like, this isn't his song. And then I realized, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just singing this. Who is this? <laughs> like, how dare he make this back out of here? <laughs> who covered cookie song <laughs> basically basically oh it is an gosh. amazing song and um also in the um for the awards i would just like to say specifically my favorite moment was my baby jihoon got a picture with my other baby tay and um please drop that thank you oh I yeah i'd also like to say congratulations today Oh my big god! One, one of the big awards for best band, and you could tell yeah. Jay was so so happy. He was trying so hard to keep humble instead of smiling like crazy, and it was really cute to see. But I'm so so proud of them. I'm so happy that they finally are getting this um, recognition. Recon- yeah, recognition. Re- getting the recognition they deserve. So also, when they got to the mic, they just didn't know what to do. They were just like, "Wait, what? Who's I know. Going? <laughs> like, like, what do we do? Uh, what do we we're say? Say hi. Hey, we're day six. Okay, uh, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're so, oh my gosh. When I watched that, I legit teared up and I am so proud of them. And you guys are my babies and I will forever love you. Um, And also they're not coming to America. Please, no one tweet about it. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of day six, I've been like trying to get into them more because obviously I like causing myself pain and getting into groups right when they're coming here and I don't have tickets for anything. So (laughs) they're not coming here, Tarek. I don't know what you're talking about. But I can also um, go on this journey with you, even though I really like them. <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't have a bias. I feel it. Nope. I don't even. I, that I was like my, too many of them. Oh, that was my next question. Like, I don't really know know the members like that, but you guys know know me, hopefully. Tara kind of going to like one pill. One pill. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> 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 one thousand percent. <laughs> Oh my god. I wish you guys the very best. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god, one pill. <laughs> Says the bitch that can't choose between one pill and dawn. <laughs> there it is. It could wow. be Jay. It's not Jay. You never know. You even said to me it's not Jay. <laughs> but and another highlight from MGA is that Stray Kids won for yes. Yes. new group and oh. they look like they had no idea what to do. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> Which was pretty great. <laughs> Their faces were just like what? Us? <laughs> like, who's Stray Kids? Wow, sure? congrats to them. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right? They were they like, felt. Stray Kids! And then that's they were like, wait, that's Oh us. my god, we're Stray Kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, they worked hard. Wait, we worked hard. <laughs> right? That's us. And then G Idol won for best uh, new girl group, which very, very well mm-hmm. deserved. Then them girls are killing the game. 101 song of the year. Yes. Oh, they look really, really surprised too for that one. So Everybody cool. was just surprised. They're like, what? Uh, listen, okay, we're not going to talk about this. We're not. Doom that's going <laughs> to in like two weeks. Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but we love denial in this. I know this is, this is what we're about. All about denial. But moving we're on from award ceremonies and messed up audios and all this stuff. Um, apparently Luna is having a world tour next year, and Carolina bought I her ticket. I am already. so excited. Yeah, I already bought the ticket. They haven't gone on sale yet. <laughs> <laughs> I am so so hyped for it. I mean, I've talked about Luna before, and just like their marketing strategy of like a member be released every month type thing. I'm just like. Y'all smart. So, so Super smart. smart. Can I work for y'all? But yeah, so um, we're just ba- waiting for tour dates to drop, basically. And, uh, and I 2019 think... 2019 is the gir- year of the girl group. Yep, that's what I'm thinking, because Red Velvet is coming. If Luna's coming, ah! I know Blackpink is probably going to show up up in this B. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Just yes, bring them. Let's all. put it out there. FX gonna have a comeback. Yes, Girls Generation please. gonna be here. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine and not your average fangirls will 
go be at KCON yeah. and all those events, working them closely, interviewing people closely. Doing what we closely. <laughs> so creepy. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be a girl group world because it makes me sad that they only bring girl groups usually for KCON. Yeah. And that's it. I'm just like, no, listen. If Twice had a show, like a, a concert tour up in here, even a fan meet tour, do you understand how fast that would sell out the power that Twice has? Well, I mean, Sub K, they did it similarly how they did it for like Shiny and other groups where they had like the fan meet for Red Velvet to see how it did. And yeah. then they announced the tour. So I feel like companies are going to start doing that. They'll maybe have like one show and then they'll like announce a big tour. It's similar to like... Uh, bringing them to like, cause you know, like we saw Ace at like Vancouver, like KCon, like PopCon, whatever it's called. Yeah, and they got a little taste of how it was, and then promoters were like, "Oh, this did sick- pr- pretty well. Okay, let's bring them to the states." And now they're coming to the states. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be stuff like that, and conventions are the best way to like see the fan base. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be similar with Astro because they had a huge, successful, like, turnout for the convention you guys went to. Oh, just for KCON in general. They did KCON for, like, two or three years and, like, yeah. yeah. So Astro always has a good turnout. I'm waiting for them to be like, okay, we're coming. And girl groups in general are just the comebacks that have been happening this year. I really feel like EXID is going to come to the States, too. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a fan meet tour or something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like EXID, it's, like, overdone. And I feel like Highland is going to make her way over here. Because her music's a lot really westernized lately, so... Saw her in Austin at South By. She's amazing. I'm, I'm ready for all the ladies, all the women to come. Bring me everyone. I'm a lady! Can you imagine someone like, someone hey. like Boa coming over here? Ooh. Okay. Generation now that we're talking here. about Boa and, and all this, it's just reminding me that um, they were on a show, and it was Key, Boa, and... Uh, I think it was Taeyong and Jaehyun. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and basically, they were talking about what, like, they were just like, Ki was like, Exo's growl, like, built the building that they were in at that moment from SM. And then Boa's just like, yeah, my career bought a different building for SM. And they were just like, well, what did Shiny bring to the table? And she and Ki was like, ring ding dong, bought four elevators. <laughs> And then they were like, okay, well, what did NCT 127 bring? And they were like, that, like, that, that lamp right there. The lamp, the lamp's on some of the table. (laughs) But that is so funny. I love that they talk about this stuff. (laughs) They're like, four elevators. Yes. (laughs) Exo's growl. And it's true. I mean, growl is like the anthem of South Korea. But oh my groups. god. My favorite thing. Oh, we bought the lamps on the tables. But not all the lamps, just like three of them. <laughs> Bitch, I was screaming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But moving on from all this uh, girl group um, movement, another group doing some big things over here is Monster X. Uh, we talked about them, you know, coming over here to do Jingle Ball and all this promo that they're doing in the in the states. And now and they're, they're not gonna, done yet. Yep, they're not done because they're coming out with Shootout in English. Um, it's not out yet. I don't think so. It's gonna come out either like next week. I don't know. I don't know the exact dates, but Shootout. They did an English version, so now that's going to tie in with, like, radio play, I think, maybe. Like, they're going to try to hit on that. And honestly, I am really, really excited to hear this. Like, it's weird because, you know, Monster X is not a group that all of the members are comfortable with English. So the fact that they even went and did this, a whole last song in a language that they're not that comfortable speaking, except for I am, obviously, um... I'm excited to listen to it and see, you know, what they did and obviously how they did for the lyrics, if it's the same thing or different. And yeah. Uh, Speaking of success and coming to the U.S., Lay had his event here in New York, which is pretty, it went pretty well from what I saw. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't too, like, insane, right? It was kind of like. I heard it was super, yeah, it was super chill and the fans really got to, like, like, connect with him and it was like super intimate and they got to have fun and ask him questions and he was really excited about it 
he looks so happy in all like the videos and pictures that I saw too. He was so sweet. And I know he did like a Twitter Q&A and it was like in all English. And I was just like, yes, King. I He's was, like, so okay, cute. Yeah. I was, like, and I mean, even me? at the event itself, he like went in the crowd and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Not a lot of fans would do, I mean, not a lot of groups would do that. Just especially in a G- faves ever. Yeah. Especially in a GA crowd like that. So props to him. Mm-hmm. Apparently a girl like asked him to marry her and like after yeah, yeah. the afterwards he like went down into the crowd and he told her like I'll think about it. I was like that's so cute that he remembered her. I was like I'll think about it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'd be like that's a yes in my book. Yeah. Right? Like I'm but, nearly there. <laughs> yeah, no, but it looked really really fun. It looked like he had fun and all of his like promotions in the states. It you know that he's been trying really hard to like speak in English for everything and do all this stuff and I think that that's that's adorable and I know that the effort that he's putting and even at the the event there were some people that some fans that had the EXO light stick and he like stopped in the middle of everything and like mentioned and he's like hey like I see you guys with the with the EXO light stick and he was talking about how much he loves EXO and all these mm. things so I was just like my OT9 heart just thriving he really does he loves he loves exo it's just politics getting the way but anyways you know what other thing our fuckery of the week today does have to do something with all this politics stuff but not really but not (laughs) but not really (laughs) amazing segue Um, if you are familiar with exo before they became ot9 they were ot12 (laughs) three additional members um all chinese members Tao, Luhan, and of course Chris. Recently, Chris came out with his album, which is a fucking banger, I will say. <laughs> um, he recently came out with his album, um, and there was a lot of controversy about it on Twitter and on the album charts and in iTunes in general. I mean, I'm gonna name drop because this man ain't never. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're Scooter right. Braun is a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Um, and decided that because Chris was number one above Ariana, and Ariana produced a great song, it's a great, like... A bop. A true bop. An anthem. Love her. Amazing. Lo- well, I'm kind of mad at her. At the a lot but of mad. I, st- I, I, I still like her. <laughs> well, her music. <laughs> yeah, they accused Chris of using bots to buy his album so that his album sales went up and his single sales went up. And Scooter Braun bought this, quote unquote, to people's attention and got him removed from the iTunes chart just so his artist could be number one. And which is funny because if you look at it geographically, how many people are in China? You right. And they dedicated. How many people are in China? Yeah, they dedicated. So just just mm. with that amount of people, they're going to buy the album. It makes no sense for you to think that a Western artist is better than an Asian artist just because like it just the whole situation. I'm just like, listen, y'all just just look at just yeah like just like look at numbers how many people live in china and how many fans this man has in in china and korea and all this stuff and the u.s that enough is enough to put him at one the whole case was oh well if it's chinese fans then it wouldn't affect the americans itunes charts no but american fans that buy the record are gonna affect the american itunes charts exactly and just with okay. EXO fans that, you know, yeah. the ones that were for OT12, like, they're going to support him still. And they still are, so. To make matters worse, too, after, like, all this happened and then they disproved it and, like, oh, just kidding. Like, none of this actually happened. Mm-hmm. Then he posted, like, a tweet saying, like, happy birthday or something. He's like, oh. oh to Chris. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're my dude. That you're my man. And then he was just like, people were like, okay, yesterday, weren't you, like, getting his music, kick, like, taking off the charts? He's like, no. I never tweeted anything like that. I would never. Everyone's like. Stop. We got screenshots. Somebody took, like, 50 screenshots of that tweet. Don't. Like, they have receipts of what you said. Yeah. And now the next day, you're going to be a hypocrite about everything and try to be all friendly with him. Like, happy birthday, bro. Nah, fuck you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just He could have just, like, faded into the background like that Homer Simpson meme. Like, he could just be like, <laughs> well, there's that. But no, like, you made yourself look even more dumb. And then to put more wood into the fire... I know that Ariana liked like some tweets about like oh Scooter Braun just had to do what he had to do yeah and things like that and I'm just like girl 
Girl, no. No. And she likes some very, like, xenophobic tweets as well, which is what was the most kind of, like, off-putting for me. Because, you know, in this, like, she's been through a lot, like, in her life, and I'm sure, like, she's been through a lot of pain, and a lot of terrible things have happened to her. So, like, the fact that she would, like, find those kind of things funny was, like, exactly. I didn't see those tweets. What did she like? She liked a bunch of xenophobic tweets about, like, Chinese people. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. No, Ari, no. Yeah, Yeah, so that's that's really messed up, really messy. Like, I mean, I've I've always thought that Scooter was kind of... Shady? Yeah, like, I've always thought that Scooter was shady since, like, Justin Bieber days. Yeah. But so, mm-hmm. so am I surprised? Not really. But damn, I thought that he 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 learned to just kind of stay in the background. I don't know why people don't think that there's receipts out there. Well, it's not the even that. It's just exists. it's sad to see that somebody would think that um uh like an Asian musician is not good enough to be number one. Like they have to use bots to be number yeah. one. Like that that that's the sad part about it all. That they couldn't just look at the artistry, look at, you know, people People are not just fans of American music, okay? Like, they're not just fans of English songs. Like, again, most people live in Asia, so that yeah. stuff is popular. <laughs> like, it's going to outsold anything that's over here, but everybody lives in this, like, little world of, no, like, it just has to be in English. It has, it has to, to be Western has to be yeah. Western and that's it. And that's what's sad that they think that way, that they don't think like an Asian artist could do this. But let's do give a uh, congratulations to Chris Wu because he did, his album did go back on the charts, I believe. Yes. Not only that, but Jackson Wang was on the charts as well hey. with his single. And then we had BTS on the uh, like the best music video. So they were oh, all, nice. all all three on the main page of iTunes for the U.S. So for Deserved. anybody, anybody thinks that they can't do it. Screw you because they did it already. And this is the thing, like, especially in Western media with Western entertainment, everything is so solely judged on who the person is or what the person looks like. Like, there's no way this Asian guy that no one as that listens to Western music has ever heard of is charting above somebody like Ariana Grande. Well, <laughs> it kind of happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, it happened already. Get over it. Just because you haven't heard of him doesn't mean there's not, doesn't that he doesn't have fans. Exactly. other people have mm-hmm. it. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's a shitty situation that it went as far as it did. Yeah. It really, truly did not need to go where it went. Exactly. And, like, also shout out to Chris for not feeding into all of this. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Shout out to him, just... indeed. He had every right to say something if he wanted to say something because it was ridiculous. But he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to let this blow over. Like, I know my fans. I know the music that I put out. So. And then shout out to, to Lay because actually at his hey. event. He threw some shade and he was just like, you know, it's my first time debuting in the U.S. So, of course, you don't know me. Um, but uh, with my music, I'll try to uh, get you guys to know me. And uh, instead of meeting in the charts, let's just meet in person. And <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, you know what's going on. You know what's going on. Hey, King Sheep. Lay got tabs on everybody. <laughs> oh, definitely. He the one that even if like the friend group broke up, he would be friends with everyone that's still in the friend group. <laughs> uh, but we have another fuckery of the week this week. Um, what did Cube do now? Oh, Cube. <laughs> um, uh, if you guys know, iZone came out with their album Colors. Um, their title song, Lavi and Rose, um, which is a great song. It is recently come to light that it was a song meant for a cube artist named clc they are a girl group as well and the dance practices were leaked the official audio was leaked people started piecing together like hints that they had been giving fans for months yes yep like about this comeback that they were working on and everyone found out that it was this comeback and that cube sold the song from the producer that they had worked on to iZone. So sad. They were so excited, too. You can tell. Like, just going back and looking at all the clues and stuff. Like, 
and even then the concept itself for clc like it would have been a hit like yeah it would have been so good and And that's the problem i think a lot of people had it could have been the song that catapulted them yeah because again clc is success has been okay like black dress was really great it did really well but it didn't like catapult them into the place that of course they would want to be as a group uh but i feel like this song could have especially with the members and how the members are it just fit them very well yeah and it was really sad like there's no blame on izone because it's not I-Zone's yeah not fault. at all there's no blame on clc because it's not clc's fault but everyone is angry at cube and with reason <laughs> I don't like what is what is what is Cube doing? Like they keep sabotaging themselves. I feel like the CEO just doesn't want the company no more. <laughs> like, he's like, you know what? I'm Should've just gonna, given it to Hyanna. Seriously, yeah. I'm just gonna destroy this company from the inside. You know what though? Because they changed CEOs, maybe this new CEO that was his whole plan all along. That's what I was gonna say. It's a conspiracy. Maybe like <laughs> the old CEO had wronged his family like eight generations ago, and his grandpa's like, "You're destined to bring this family to the top," and he was just like, "I'm gonna take over his company and just ruin it. Ruin <laughs> it. Ruin it. <laughs> what drama is this? Right? <laughs> he's just like the Elmo meme in the back with the." but that's how that's what i that's what i feel like when this came out i was just like what the hell like cube themselves are literally digging their own hole more and more unless hiana was the one that convinced the producer to be like sell that song sell it sell it but she was like do it but she was she's all about female empowerment right I doubt that she would do that, but anyways, but but that's like she's just chilling, you know, doing her thing. Yeah, but it's just like, what is what are they doing right now? Like, what is their decision making plan? Like, I do they just throw like dice and they're like, all right, if it's a three, we keep in the song. If not, (laughs) I'm sorry. And my thing also is, there's not a single cube trainee in the debut group for iZone. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Like, none of them are from Cube. So I don't even know how it even came about where Cube was in the situation where they were like, you need a song? Don't worry. I we got, got you. you. <laughs> At least when they stole Never from Hue, uh, from Hui, from Pentagon, they gave it to Produce 101 because Gualin was in <laughs> Produce 101. But like, there's no, there was no connection to Cube to Produce 48. Like, none. <laughs> See, so that's my thing. I'm just like, what? Like, it make it makes no sense. What? But right now, Cube is. I don't know if they were trying to make some money because of their loss from when Hyuna left and all this stuff. Like, that's the only reason. But I'm just like, nah, man. If y'all just brought Edom back into Pentagon and kept on True. promoting P- Pentagon, this would have never happened. This goes back. It just goes back to that incident. Y'all messed up with that incident. And that's why now y'all are cursed. I keep thinking maybe this is just one big publicity stunt and they're just going to be like, JK, we've been planning this. And like now Pentagon's going on a world tour. Thank you. Like, I don't know. Hopefully. (laughs) This is too much. It's too much sabotage right now. It really is. There's too many angry people. You should just hire us as our (laughs) parents. I'm not trying to clean this mess up. We should be their advisors. We should just own uh, own Pentagon. (laughs) We should just own Pentagon. But that just, I just keep thinking, like, uh, it sucks because it's not like it was in the early stages. Like, they were testing out the song and they were just like, "Mm, maybe, yeah. Like, they put in work. They were ready. Yes. They were just ready to drop it at any moment. And they were just like, haha, JK, it's going to be dropped, just not by you. I feel so bad for them, too. It's so sad. There was another little controversy, too, about the choreography because. Obviously, the dance practice for CLC came out, and the choreographer that choreographed it said that Unbi, that was in that's in iZone, helped choreograph part of the song. But the choreography is exactly the same. Dang, son, is it really? Oh yeah. my god! And again, she's yeah. not a cube trainee to even be a part of anything. But it's not even like her saying it. It's like the choreographer. They're like, oh yeah, she was involved in the choreography. Oh, so they lying. I, I wonder who leaked the dance practice part of CLC. They're like, fuck you, cute. Like, it's, it's the same person that leaked the information that he Girl, had done. Girl, why are we on Libra vibes? I was getting ready to say that. I was like, it's the same <laughs> intern that's just like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> He's just a whole ass, like, girl group, like, 
culture stand. Like, he just is all about the girl groups. He's probably like, da 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 And then I zone Lavian where he's like, I heard CLC practicing this months ago. Fuck them. Fuck you. Send. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the same like, person. Hmm, I, I'm having deja vu. I feel like I've done this before. <laughs> the Hyanna. Ugh. Cube. Get it together. I know. We're tired of talking about your bullshit. Really Everybody. Seriously. Let's move on to fun things like comebacks. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Terika, I think this one's for you. My king came back this week, you guys. And yes, I got to listen you. to it. Ah, well, that's right. Debut as a solo artist. But we all know Key. He's been around for 8,000 years. But his debut as a solo artist all on his own <laughs> the song is called forever yours and it's like light and fun and it's key in the song i feel like it really is it's it just, really is yeah uh, it's so good it's so good if you haven't listened to it please go listen to it support my mans support shiny and i don't know i'm just really excited i just feel like this was needed not just for like I don't know, Shaw Walls are just for, like, fans of Key. I think it was needed for him. I think so I as think well. So yeah, too. I yeah. think it was something positive and something that he could, like, express himself through. I don't know. I'm really emotional, and I'm really excited, and I loved it, and it's great. What are y'all's thoughts? I love the song, and, and especially, like, the music video. It felt really, like, cartoony, but it was, like, in real life with like the type of graphics and stuff and I was just like all right so this is like a 90s music video as well but with hella better graphics and the reindeer car yes exactly that reminded me that's why it gave me the little like cartoon vibes and then you had like the the font like you remember when you used to do like powerpoint presentations (laughs) that obnoxious font like and it, it, like shining and moving yes that's what it was and i was just like yes bring me back to sixth grade this is amazing i really loved his outfit in the music video fashion king fashion king it was so yes. it was so key i was just like oh this is amazing with his like bright orange hair and i love the dynamic of his voice and suyu's voice yes. they went really well together i really liked it it was very like i don't know how to say it i felt like it's I like, was, like refreshing in- yeah, it I was felt very like it, I was like in a a new like traveling through another dimension. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I really loved it. I feel like it. This is the type of music I was hoping he would make. I was like, I really hope this isn't like some type of sad like ballad or something like really like melancholy. So I'm really glad that it was like really light and fun and fresh. Very him. It, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing with him too. Whatever he does, he's gonna be a hundred percent him. Like it's just gonna have his name written all over it. You'll just hear the beginning and you're like, yep, this is him. So I'm really excited for more songs and an album and yeah. Bring it on, Key, bring it on. So another person that came back this week was K-Will. Um, he dropped his album, but his uh, title song is called Those Days. And oh my God. what a day it was. Oh my like God. emo as heck. Oh my mm. God. Mm. I was in the field. I was like, bro, like, bro, you didn't have to do it to me like that. Like, <laughs> my whole chest hurt. Like, I, I was, like, sobbing. Like, I was just like, what is this? Like, even if you don't watch the music video and you just close your eyes and listen to the song, like, you just, you just, right? I don't know. Like, it's just so sad. It, it just sounds so sad. And I remember I heard the song and I'm like, all right, like, this is really, really sad. And then I watched the music video and I was just like, okay, this is heartbreaking sad. <laughs> I was actually just gonna say, if you haven't, please do watch this music video oh, if, you okay, but, uh, if you want to so, be real sad. If you want to be real sad. So you, uh, you Yeon Suk is like the actor that's on there, and I was watching him, and I'm just like, man, this you man, this man reminds me of somebody. This man reminds me of somebody, and at the end, I was like, oh, he's the one in Reply 1994. <laughs> oh, and I had, yes. But because I kept saying, I was just like, man, he looks like Sehun. He looks like Sehun. And it's the same thing I kept saying. And and that's when it dawned on me. You're right. This man was in Reply 1994. He didn't get the girl. And in this one, he didn't get the girl either. Jeez. Well, I can't watch it again because, you know, Drama Fever just broke my heart. I was so excited (laughs) to start this series. And they said, hi, you thought. Here's your $20 back. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on to some happier news because apparently we're going down a hole. <laughs> Twice came back with yes! yes or yes. And I just did the little dance move. Wow. The yes or yes. 
I hope that they know that this is the song I will be playing when I'm trying to convince my boyfriend to take me to Chipotle. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. For the, like, 20th time the same day. The love for Chipotle is real. Like all Twice songs, it had to grow on me. But this time, I only had to listen to it twice. And then I was like, yes! Get it? She Just had to listen twice. to the Twice song twice. <laughs> But really, it really did take two times. Usually it takes like a few, but it was just like twice. So for me, it's the opposite. I usually listen to a twice song and I'm like, oh my God. The only one that I had that happened to me with was a signal. But after the second time, I was hooked. But with this one, I heard it the first time. I'm like, all right. But I wasn't really paying attention to it. So I was like, okay. And I went back and I watched it with the music video and I was in love. I would just like to also say um, about this music video that I double bias and twice and this just affirmed it 10 times more. Is it so the, like, the, oh my God, I don't really know Gigi twice Gigi? like that. Yeah, I love her. She's beautiful. Jihoo and Cheyun are. Oh my are, God. Gigi yes, that's so a little rapper, so right? Pretty. Yeah. yeah, she's dope. I love her. I love her with her little short hair now. I love that she cut her hair. Listen, I don't know when my love for Jihoo started. I just remember and dance the night away i was just like because <gasps> she's so she's beautiful and pretty I've, like she's just straight up beauty and, and grace then when i saw her at she K-Con, might be miss united like, states i don't know <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> i remember i saw her at kcon and i was just like oh my god um one thing that i feel like maybe terica uh liked um i liked how randomly they would just do like the it's like a like a little chant of them screaming like <laughs> um it, it like they would just sing all together like in the middle of the song they, they'll just be like you know you gotta say yes or yes whatever i don't even remember what it was the lyric but i was i love that i love when they like came all together and just like scream that and I'm group like, yeah. yells are the best if we make an <laughs> album like if we drop a mixtape we have to have a song with like a group yell in it we're dropping a scream on mixtape <laughs> Yeah, no, all in all, this song is so, so cute, is very catchy, and then they have, like, the cute dance points, which is, like, it obviously screaming twice, um, that's what they're twice. known for, uh, for, I'm not surprised that this song is probably gonna take off with a bunch of everything, and it's, uh, they all look great, the dance is fun, like, it's just a fun, fun song, and I don't think there's been a title song that I'm just, like, even if I don't specifically like it, like love it, I'll still like bump, like bop to it. There was two that took me a minute. Um, knock knock. I was just like, eh. I still don't really. Actually, <laughs> and Signal. The only reason why I love Signal to this day is because of Daniel. So JYP, <laughs> go out there and pay that man <laughs> because. <laughs> He did that dance and he sang it 24-7. I was like, what isn't he the most adorable person on the planet? And I started <laughs> listening to the song. But it was kind of different from Twice as usual, like, sound. It wasn't yeah, like, too cutesy. Yeah, and even the breakdown of the song itself, like I said, the song starts and it's like, boom, right away. They're like, you know, the yes, uh, yes. Like, it's right away into the breakdown of the thing with them dancing. And that's usually not how their songs start. Like, they always have, like, a, you know, a set thing of how the songs go, which they've been criticized for, but it works, so... So why change it? Also, one of our one of our friends, Kinsey, mentioned that, like, it gave her, um, what's it call it? Ooh-ah vibes? Yeah. Yeah, like the clothing, the outfits? Yeah. Uh, another power girl group comeback. Goo Goo Don came back with Not That Type. Wow. I love this song so much. You're going to ask Cynthia while I was watching the video. I was like, oh my God. I oh my didn't. God. This is different, Goo Goo Don, than what I... I know, right? They're almost just like, wow, they're not playing this time. Mm-mm. They're not the ones. Like they, that song started and all you heard was... Doom. I'm like, whoa! Is that a Yankee about to show up on this song? Like, <laughs> I really, I really like that beat. I, I was don't. actually thinking about that. I was like, I was like, that Yankee, what? Like, like, what? And then, like, when I was watching the music video, and then, you know, with the song itself and everything, and the beat and all this. I was watching it, and obviously, okay, so recently the Spice Girls uh, dropped that they're touring in the UK, right? Anyway, so I was thinking about that for some reason, because when I was watching the music video, I was just like, wow, this is a mix of, like, sporty spice and scary spice (laughs) that they made this sound. And I was like, I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, I gotta say it in the podcast. 
Amazing. <laughs> All I know is that there's a part in the music video where it's Mina and Sally together. Um, and there was that dance part with them where they were like, yes, I was, wow. I was, it, yes. And then Sejong, she's like in dramas and stuff and she's this little cute little bean, but I don't, she turned into this, to this like grown ass woman with like the high pony and like the big hoops. And I was just like, who did this? This is brilliant. And jellyfish. Yes. Yeah, oh, they, so this jellyfish? is way, way different. Everybody, like, when I was looking at... Google is Jellyfish, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I thought... Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. That's why, because that's why I know them, because of Ravi. Boom. Yeah. He writes a lot for them, and that's oh. why I didn't expect this, because every time I think of Google Don, I think of, like, their little album cover, and weren't they, like, in some type of, like, schoolgirl outfit? They were in, like, little skirts or something. And so when I saw this video, I was like, what? But you know what? There's a part in the song that it reminded me of um, Wind Up, but it li- I heard it, and I'm like, this reminds me, like, it gives me vibes of that. And then with the little reggaeton, like, beat in the background, mm-hmm. everything like that. I thought that the song was very, very radio-friendly. Yeah. And I literally, I was just like, yo, this song could literally, if somebody drops, like, a remix or something, and puts a random, you know. As a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> as, like, a rapper or something, put it on radio out here, and people be like, all right. I don't know if you guys have listened to the album, but there's a, also a song on the album called Girl Like Me. A uh, girl like me, I think it's called. Whew. Slaps. Let's move on to a little bit more. Uh, having like an existential crisis song. <laughs> um, Woods came back with meaningless. This song, okay. I just want to say the music video is so beautifully made. I love whoever did this, and just the cinematography of it, like how slow the camera was moving, and it was just moving from like room to room, and then with the vocals in the back for him, like his vocals, like they're so sweet but so smooth, and then you had some parts that he's like whispering in your ear, and I'm like, honey, I like what? that it's just him in a room with his voice and now how like it just fades from like warm like tones and then i'll be like that cool blue and like a warm tone and you're just like wrapped up in a blanket and you're just like you're right life is meaningless (laughs) (laughs) in the cozy blanket so then you you i heard the song you know while watching the music video i'm just like wow like the vocals and again i really really love the whispering that he does over there and then i also like that the song itself sounds like it's always being played live yeah but it's actually Uh the recorded one you know what i mean and I just want to know, like, so I was like, all right. So I looked up the lyrics, and then it's just like, I need to find who I am. Everything is meaningless. And I'm like, wow, this song really, like, he having an existential crisis. It's like a song that, or what the, what you think at, like, 3 a.m. when you can't sleep. <laughs> this is the song playing in the background. Which, <laughs> I mean, it's understandable that he would write a song like this because, you know, he's, he's in Unique. I don't know if people know uh the group unique but that's his group like that's the group he's a part of i did not know that yeah someone from unique so he is in this group and nobody really knows where they're at right now like some of them are in china because half the members are chinese some of them are acting in korea and he was just kind of you know like staggered like he wasn't doing acting he wasn't doing music and he he calls woods like his rebirth and I'm actually really proud of him because I am a fan of Unique. And they came out a little bit ago with like a single track or like a couple of songs on SoundCloud. But there's no- been nothing significant from them in a while. I think he was staggered. He didn't really know what he was or what he was doing or what he wanted. So I'm really happy that he is like making music that he wants to make. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it because I mean, even then, like, nowadays for example like you had Terika had no idea that he was part of unique but he yeah but she had heard of woods because we've talked about him before and things like that so i think that now with this like rebirth i think it is working for him um i think more people are paying attention and obviously you get then people looking into unique yeah people that don't know who unique is at all they'll just be into him because of the music he's making now yeah good for him yeah the the song it's really really great again the the whole dynamic of the vocals with the whispering and just wow Tell me about how you don't know what the hell you're doing in life, Gustave. <laughs> right? We're all on the same boat. We're page. all in the same boat right now, buddy. From one um, R&B kink to another, <sighs> Dean has finally returned 
with a song called Day Flies produced by Rad Museum featuring Sunny. <laughs> Formerly yes. of FX, now actress extraordinaire, queen of my life. My girl, I love um, her so much. I never in my life thought I would get a Sully feature before I got an FX comeback, but here I am. Here I am. Uh, yeah, here we are. Shame. But let me tell you, when this song started, Dean has this way of just, in within the first two seconds of every Dean song, I'm completely, like, entranced. Oh, that man. Like, there's just something about, like, I don't know. Rad Museum's insane. Like, the way he produces shit is just unreal. And then the mixture... In the beginning, because Sully starts the song, I was just... I, like, got chills. Because, you know, like, when you haven't heard someone, like, sing in so long. And then... Like every like all your memories and like love for them just come back and like I had like chills everywhere and I was like oh my god and then like Dean coming in and Dean's voice is just like butter like it just melts it makes everything better (laughs) I'm just like you how do you exist in this world and Daniel Caesar if people don't know Daniel Caesar actually did additional vocals for this song so there's vocals in the background in like some of the English words that are Daniel Caesar just so y'all know which is so great because uh, Dean is such a fan of him yes such a big fan of his so I love that he got to work with him and I'm sh- I'm sure for the album that he's going to be in a lot of stuff because they've been working together for a while now. Yeah. And I honestly, when Dean has been like pushing, because Instagram was the last thing that he came out with and everyone's been waiting. And he was like, oh, in October, I'm coming back in October, like months ago. And everybody was like, oh, yes, like October, October slowly ended. And we were like, where's Dean? And then he was like, I'm coming back I'm in, in like three days. And I was like, OK, lit. And he was like, but it's just a single. And then everybody was like, oh, OK, that's fine. And then everybody and then he was like, and it's featuring Sully. And everybody was like, wait, come again. <laughs> wait, what? Oh my God. I was like, that's so random. I love it. Like I was complete like when i saw it like dean featuring sully i was just like wait what i was like oh my my queen i was like this is too much what's this dude's name rad museum rad museum yeah i like this dude i've never heard him (laughs) but i like him and i like his name and i was like i dig this okay i'm gonna hand the microphone over to cynthia so she can scream about this (laughs) thank you to um our bts corner um, this is your host, Cynthia Anterica. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they came back with Airplane Part 2, the music video. Oh, what a Finally. masterpiece. And you thought for once we weren't going to talk about BTS. You guys are so funny. You were messed up. <laughs> you thought we talked wrong. about them earlier, too. But, like, I in know. their own, like, section. Yeah, their own <laughs> section. I don't know where to start, honestly. The whole thing was a masterpiece. Amazing. Uh, how about, Terika, talk about Hobie's part? Because I know you had a lot of feelings about that. I had a lot of feelings, a lot of things that happened with my heart and my body and <laughs> I would just like to say first of all that like for some reason I don't know why but for some reason the Japanese music videos for BTS are always on a whole different level than anything mm-hmm. else and I don't know why but anyway let's just this video is everything that we wanted it to be except for the fact that it's not in Spanish that's how I feel that it's in <laughs> Japanese but like just like the clothes that they were wearing and the feel of the song went with the music video like they were like in this bar or this little cantina and they were just like dancing and the sprinklers went off and it was great and I also liked how every member kind of got like their own little mm-hmm. segment in it so it was kind of like I don't know if, if you haven't seen it live but I mean if you're ARMY I'm pretty sure you've seen videos at least if you haven't seen them in concert but the way that the the live performances are set up how it goes from like one member and the screen flips to the next member that's how the music video flowed but each member kind of got more screen time I feel mm-hmm. so they got to kind of highlight with their the mic. parts yeah the part with the mic was everything I wanted plus more because of not only how good they looked but how good they looked amazing <laughs> that's it and also that part in uh with namjoon in the cantina when he was just sitting at the bar and i said oh can i serve you a drink what you what what do you need like it's on the house what what is it and then you have the members in the background just dancing Ah, it it looks so good. And also, I loved the house that 
they were in well the outside part of the house for the Mexico part because yes that is my abuelita's house so please <laughs> make sure you sweep the porch when you're done Thank right you. yeah because if my- you're gonna film your music video make sure you clean the house after and also um we knew that they were going to get wet but we did not um prepare we knew because clips were just released everywhere. I feel like we watched the music video. (laughs) We did. Before it released. All I gotta say, though, from this music video is that Jungkook putting his hands in his pocket. We don't know who that is. There are only six members of BTS. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now, my favorite thing about this music video, though, is that, like, for a first time in a long time, we didn't have to think. It was just a story. It was like a movie. Like, usually there's always some type of, like, hidden meaning or some type of, like, something that's diving deeper, like... The conspiracy theories. Yeah, there's always some type of, like, well, if you look in the left-hand corner of this one scene, there's three dots, and three dots represent peace, love, and harmony, and it connects to their (laughs) next comeback. Like, no, we didn't have to, like, (laughs) there's no symbolism. It's just them chilling, singing in a bar. In a bar. Yeah, it was great. It was just, like... It was relaxing and it was fun. They could, could just watch the music video and just enjoy their faces and enjoy the song. Overall, this is a great music video. And if you haven't seen it, watch it. Amazing. They can do no wrong. But yeah, the music video is great. It's smooth. It's fun. It's BTS looking all sexy and wet. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody say thank you, J-Hope. For making airplane part, <laughs> thank you, no. For thank making you, no. airplane part two possible, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, um, moving on for our stand corner, I did want to bring attention. I recently found this band called Adoy, and they're basically like a electronic, like indie rock, uh, Korean band. And they're incredible. I've been into like indie music re- recently, so very like soft and mellow type of uh, music. And I found them because one of our friends, Lauren, was talking about them, and I was like, "All right, I'll check them out." And it's incredible. They formed in like 2016, I believe. And again, it's just really, really chill music. They've been to like South by Southwest and things like that. But they have two EPs out right now. Um, one is called Catnip, and the other one is called Love, I believe. If you really, truly enjoy just kind of like chill music to kind of vibe to, or like Tarek Nola has like her homework playlist and things like that. This is the band to check out. Like it, they're incredible. The musicality of every song is very, it's so, so well done. And even vocals wise, I think most of their songs are in English as well. And if they're not, I don't even realize that they're in Korean. Like definitely people out there, if you're into more chill music more mellow and are into all that like indie rock sound definitely listen to adoy is just a-d-o-y maybe my accent's getting in the way who knows but it's always um, in the way but we love I know, it right but um but check them out i know that their most recent ep love came out this year honestly like i've been listening to these two albums non- non-stop i'm hoping that they release more stuff soon um i'm rooting for them check them out again adoy k like korean indie rock band it's great amazing but hey yeah like k indie kick go ahead check out something different see if it's up your alley it's always good new music um to check out and yeah song of the week yeah let's end it up with that on my note of me talking about adoy um my song of the week is wonder by adoy and it's um yeah it's a really really good song check it out my song of the week is moonchild that's fitting i've been listening to his playlist non-stop still okay i'll go next my song of the week is dance dance by day six i have been listening to it like non-stop it just i don't know it just gives me a feeling i can't explain it you know i just found find a good song that you just connect with like it just gives me butterflies and there's like please there's a certain part i don't even know who sings this part but there's a certain part and i'm just like oh 
oh, who is this? So maybe that's my bias. Who knows? We'll, it's going we'll to be one pill. It's going to be one pill. Yeah. I'll send, <laughs> send me your day six journey updates. Like whenever you want to, send me them. Thank you. It's going to be like how Cynthia gave us updates of her stray kids bias. That's oh going to be terrible now. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to send y'all the part. Like I'll send you the time, like a picture of the time for the part of the song. That'll be fun if it is one pill. <laughs> It's going to be Juan Peel. I know her. I know. You know nothing! <laughs> Kat, what's uh, your song? Uh, my song of the week. I actually have two of them. I've been listening to the EXO album, Hella. So, Damage by EXO. And in celebration of their second anniversary, I've been listening to a lot of Victon. So, I'm going to shout out Sunrise, which is my oh, favorite a bop. song. Also, wasn't Victon in our very first stand corner? Yes, yeah. Yes, they were. Bring and it they're back. gonna be our stand corner every week. Stand victim. Oh my god! <laughs> no matter if you're uh, falling on a pickle, just like <laughs> Captain, or you're out here trying to discover new music in the K-pop world, because that's always good. Always remember to bang, bang her on. On.